Blog Talk Radio. Great guests that are coming on 
um, soon. So we want to, you know, prep them, make sure that we have a good, uh, good, good uh, network of uh, people that are listening. So with you guys that are listening now, be sure to share the show and we should get it popping. I um, want to thank our sponsor, uh, Muscova Enterprises, for doing its thing. Um, and uh, always uh, helping us with our digital marketing, our social media, uh, content posting, and also the ideas for these shows and, 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 and the content for it. So shout out to Muscova Enterprises. Uh, thank you for all you guys do, and we will keep on uh, growing. Uh, so that's that's one of the things that you know we really uh, take uh, appreciative of. Uh, so um, a lot of things going on in the news. Um, sports is back um, as far as football and basketball is supposed to be starting over here in the U.S. Um, so a lot of good. Uh, good things that are that are happening. Um, VMAs was recently happening. Um, Nicki Minaj decided not to go um, because she says uh, one of her cousins uh, took uh, the, the shot and um, overgrew his testicles and became infertile. So it's something she didn't want to do. So she decided not to go to the VMAs. And um, to stay home and said that, you know, it was due to her child. Um, so that's, that's something that's interesting as um, different uh, governments and countries try to actually uh, force people to, to take that, uh, that jab. Um, so that's something we're dealing with over here um, as well as uh, um, dealing with uh, so many different things like climate change. Um, so we are, um, really, uh, wanting to be safe over here. And, you know, even though we've seen a lot of, uh, of, of, of life loss, um, some people are, are still not with it. Um, surprisingly, surprisingly enough. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that's one thing we're dealing with. Uh, but uh, we do have an amazing guest on the line. Um, hopefully, he, he uh, is still there with us. Um, we we did have uh, some blog talk issues, um, but we do like to bring on amazing guests, which is why we decided to um, have uh, Carl Beckstrand on, um, who is actually a media professor and an, a best-selling and award-winning author, Charlotte, and illustrator of 25 multicultural and multilingual books and more than 60 ebook titles. Um, so this guy's a pretty amazing uh, writer. Um, uh, amazing writer. Uh, and uh, has always, you know, been doing his thing. Um, he actually has uh, his Western survival thriller to swallow the earth. It won and, uh, International Book Award in 2016, and his multicultural books were uh, have been lauded by publishers Weekly, Kirkus, The Horn Book, and School Library Journal. Raised in Silicon Valley, he has lived abroad and worked with people from all continents, continents except Antarctica. 
His work reflects cultural diversity, not only in protagonists, but in collaborators. His illustrators hail from Latin America, Europe, and Asia. Beckstrom has a BA in journalism from BYU and an MA in international relations from American Public University and a broadcast film certificate from a film academy. He teaches media at a state college and since 2014 has run Premier Publishing. Beckstrom has presented to Taiwan's global leadership for youth, city, and state governments, festivals, and schools. His YA stories, ebook mysteries, nonfiction, Spanish bilingual, wordless, career, and STEM books are uh, feature ethnically diverse characters and usually end with a twist. His work has appeared via Amazon, Apple iBooks, um, Baker and Taylor, Barnes and Nobles, Costco, Desert Book, Follette, Ingram, Papercraft Magazine, Target.com, the, internal, inter, the U.S. Congressional Record, Walmart. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and premiobooks.com. That's P-R-E-M-I-O books.com. And we have uh, the amazing uh, Carl uh, Beckstrang on the line. Uh, hey, Carl, are you there? I am. Good to be with you. Uh, uh, thank you, sir. It's amazing to have you. It's a real honor. You've uh, written so many amazing books and, and always decided to make them diversified, um, not only in the writing, but also with the people you work with. So really thank you for creating jobs and, 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 and content for people all over. Um, my, now, my pleasure. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Um, for those that may not be, um, you know, aware of who you are, even though I, I did speak on you just now um, with your, your bio, um, who is Carl Beckstrand, and what would you like people to know about you that they may not be aware of? Oh, wow. Um, well, I uh, something that people may not be aware of is that uh, despite great success in, in publishing, I still struggle with feeling like my work is, is the best or deserves the attention it's received. So, yeah, I, some days I can feel very proud of my work, and some days I feel like I'm a complete loser. Okay, well, that that that, that um, could be with the the best of us, um, especially as we see so many people that that look like competition, and, and we start comparing ourselves. Um, but for you to put in um, the work and have so much books, and then to start your own co- company, um, you know, you're doing things that separates you from, you know, not only your competitors, but um, just just people alike that, that aren't willing to, to put in that work. Um, so, again, um, you know, you, you thank you for all your great work. Um, and uh, uh, let's continue to make sure that, you know, you, we continue to spread awareness of it. Um, now, you've uh, written in a number of books and your Western survival thriller to swallow the earth actually won an award. Um, mm-hmm. But w- what, which ones are some of your favorite books and, or some of the other ones that you may think that were overlooked for awards that, you know, should have been more recognized? Oh, I think my favorite books are the um, true stories. Uh, they're picture books of um, family members, ancestors who immigrated to the United States as children. So I have, I have four books. It's the Young American Immigrant series. Oh, that's amazing! Because yeah, that's true. There's so many people that are immigrating, and um, that's a, a pretty smart target market. 
um, that you chose for, for that book. Um, what are some things that when you are thinking of writing a book, um, like what are some processes that you go through or how do you come about actually creating a book? Do you do like market research to see what's out there or is it just something that comes from inside? Yeah. Um, typically I get ambushed by story ideas and they don't let me go until I scribble them down. The, um, the biography, the nonfiction books that I just mentioned, um, I found in my family history um, from journals and letters. Um, so that was really fun to research and dig up, you know, these accounts of how these ancestors immigrated as children and what they went through and their courage and their faith. But yeah, for fiction, it's just a matter of being attacked almost by a story idea. And not, it doesn't let you go until you get it out. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Um, kind of like, you know, like you were saying, uh, you have uh, a message that needs uh, to be put out or a story that needs to put out, and you're a conduit um, to kind of create the situation and put it out, um, kind of like your ancestors are speaking through you, um, mm -hmm. which you did mention. Um, what, what is your background, and where do your ancestors come from? So I... Uh... My ancestors came from Sweden, Scotland, and South Africa. Oh, interesting. Cool. Um, and what type of stories were you finding in their writings um, that you were um, portraying through, through your work? So the latest book that I published um, is called Samuel Sailing, and it's about my great-great-uncle who immigrated from South Africa when he was 11 by himself. His family had, um, of course, been living there, and they sold their business and their home and everything so they could buy passage on a, on a freighter to come to the United States. This was during World War I. And um, the day they bought their boat tickets, their oldest son, Samuel, got typhoid fever and was hospitalized. And so the book is about how the, the parents had to make this agonizing decision um, because they didn't know when they were getting, going to get another chance to, to leave because of World War I. And they actually had to leave their son in the hospital and not knowing if he would survive, not knowing if they would see him again. And it was just a, an amazing story um, of how they were so distressed at this decision and, and, how, um, and what happens. It's just an amazing story. Wow, that is pretty amazing. Um, did they uh, end up ever um, coming across that child again? Did he survive? Yes, he survived. Yeah. In fact, um, a main part of the book came from his personal account of what happened. Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. Um, and to put that down uh, for your ancestors and, and for them to speak through you, um, that's really tight. Um, and I noticed you actually, um, it seems like you started your own publishing company, Premio Books. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. What, what yes. spurred, uh, you, you doing that? Well, um, the, my first book was published by a small publisher here in the Intermountain West. Um, and the day we were going to print, he passed away suddenly. And, uh, so that was a huge shock and, 
And, you know, authors are typically responsible for marketing their books, whether they're with a publisher or not. But I had to get a crash course in what to do from that point on. And then I worked with one other publisher after that and then felt like I'd learned enough to start my own company. Nice, nice. Um, and as far as uh, publishing companies, uh, does is it basically like any other company um, that's created in the United States as far as how to set it up, um, whether it be LLC or corporation or um, right. what are some things that go into an actual publishing company besides, you know, writing the book and, sure. and putting it yeah. So, um, yeah, you set it up like any other entity. You go to irs.gov and get a tax ID, and then you register with your state and perhaps your city if they require it, get a license, business license. And then, um, yeah, publishing has its own um, extra requirements, like if you publish a book, you want to get an ISBN number, international standard book number, to identify the book, you know, for librarians and others around the world. Um of course, setting up copyrights for each book, um, and of course, you can you can participate in um, writers' organizations and and network and and rub shoulders with editors and agents, and um, it's a great opportunity to learn to interact with other people in the publishing industry. Typically, it's like other businesses; you have to market, you have to do your accounting, things like that. Right. Right. Um, and um, is the publishing uh, company, do you work with other writers, or is it just exclusively to put your books out? So the, the novel that we got an International Book Award for um, was a collaboration uh, with another author, and then I collaborated on a short stories book. I also distribute other authors, but um, I'm not actively accepting submissions from authors at this time. We have so many projects of our own to get out that I'm not looking for more manuscripts. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's in- interesting. Um, yeah, I'm sure so many people are are looking to uh, uh, work with you, after, especially after seeing you win awards and and put out so many uh, great uh, content uh, as far as the books and eBooks. Um, with with the advent of COVID, uh, was your business affected, and did it uh, change? Boy, that's tough one to answer because um, as a writer, I, I don't like go to an office and work with other writers. So I, um, I'm usually by myself writing. Um, so COVID didn't impact us that way. Uh, our sales have gone up in the last couple of years. So um, perhaps because people, you know, being locked in lockdown or other situations. So they bought more books or bought ebooks. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so many um, people have been affected by COVID, either directly or indirectly. Um, you know, working to figure out what type of business uh, will withstand uh, things like that um, is kind of imperative as people look to um, either replace their jobs or work um, with with viable income sources. Uh, you know, starting your own company as far as public publishing. Um, is uh, definitely one of the smarter ways to go, especially if you're putting out um, more than one book um, and and don't want to just, you know, self, quote-unquote, publish 
directly uh, like Amazon or something. Um, now, uh, what actually uh, makes it makes you feel like making such diverse books? Um, as far as the type of characters you have in it or, or whatnot. What, what sure. within you makes you feel that that's an important story to tell? Um, basically, I grew up in Silicon Valley in Northern California, um, very cosmopolitan area. So I grew up with people from different countries. I mean, people from all over the world live there. And so sometimes I would pick up a children's book and see these blonde-haired, blue-eyed characters and think, well, that, that doesn't reflect the world that I see. And then after having lived abroad, um, it, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't my motivation for writing, for example, picture books to be um, on a platform declaring you know, diversity. I just happened to include characters of color because that's what I see in the real world. Oh, right, right. Um, you don't allow it to be whitewashed because in reality it, it actually isn't. Um, right. So that, that's yeah, amazing. That's, um, so they don't have an overt message about diversity. They just happen to reflect the world as I see it. Okay. That's amazing. And it happens to be um, showcasing all these different types of people. Um, right. And does that help create uh, like international awareness and sales um, for for different type of people that see themselves represented in your works? Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> I've also mm -hmm. used illustrators from around the world, so that's nice too to be able to, to have you know Hispanic illustrators or illustrators from Spain, uh, Israel or from um, Eastern Europe, things like that. Amazing. Um, do, uh, do any of your stories, uh, tell, uh, like the, speak on some of the issues that, uh, blacks are going through, um, in the United States, whether it be, um, police, uh, or, uh, the industrial prison complex, um, are you able to touch on any subjects like that or? You know, you're the first person to bring up the industrial prison complex, and that is a topic that I might want to tackle. Um, as I as I said, I haven't historically, you know, presented a message of diversity in my books. They've just been books about other topics. You know, um, I have books about gardening, about astronomy, and things like that. But yeah, I, certainly the world could benefit from better awareness of still exist, not just here, but all around the world. I mean, there's all kinds of racism oh, yeah. and it's, and depending on where you live, it, it's, um, it's against different people for their differences, not necessarily skin color it can be lots of different cultural things to ethnicity, language, etc. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially in the United States. Um, everyone thinks it's about color when in reality it's about class. Um, yeah. People going through a, a class kind of like war and trying to be perceived as um, human. But in the United States, um, you're right. It's not only um, African and Americans or blacks that are considered three-fifths human. Um, mm -hmm. It's anyone um, that becomes a citizen. 
So that's one of the issues that's usually not um, spoken about as far as um, the three-fifths uh, new the New Deal compromise that created the uh, the uh, 14th Amendment um, citizen um, and the three-fifths human uh, clause or not. Um, especially as, you know, blacks or people try to figure out what's actually going on in the United States that's creating a situation where sometimes we see um, blacks being beaten by police or other people and nothing being done about it, even in an international community um, with, like, the UN or whatnot. Um, So it's, it's good to see, even though your books don't focus in on that, it's good to see that you're creating content with um, people, mostly multiculturals um, in a either positive light and not always like negative, um, which is what you already do. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like the world is much better because of our differences, you know, and, and the more we embrace differences, the, the more intelligent we become, the more um, cultured we are. The, um, we just benefit because we learn from each other's ways of doing things. Right, right. Um, which, yeah, which is why a lot of uh, my ancestors were always about spreading the knowledge and um, sharing it with people from all over, whether it be Europe or coming over here um, to the New World um, and sharing, um, you know, w- the resources and ideas and tips that they have. Um, for example, the Moors going into Spain and um creating the renaissance and and the 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 golden age over there um which was pretty imperative and something that we we just always are are into doing as far as sharing knowledge and and helping others and you're able to kind of do that through your books um and and there's everywhere um and you know what are some of the uh your upcoming book titles and books projects that you have coming up and that you're working on so I'm getting ready to publish a self-help book based on a lot of the things that I've learned over the years. It's called More Than Two Choices, and it's helping people to recognize that in most cases, well, you know, there are some choices that are just binary, you know, eat or sleep, breathe or don't breathe. <laughs> but most choices have a lot more options than two. And so the book is to help people, you know, see that they have multiple options when they have a choice. And then I'm uh, working on a book called Four Sports Books for Kids. It's a compilation of some of my books. And then I'm working on another book of short stories. Oh, nice, nice. Um, with the book on choices, um, how are you? Uh, sh- uh, like, how are you uh, expressing how to distinguish between a good choice or a, a bad or negative choice? You know, so I mentioned it's a lot of it has come from my personal experience and things I've learned over the years. I spent too much of my life thinking that a lot of that most choices were binary. I spent too much of my life seeing things as black or white and up or down. And once I had my mind expanded a little bit um, to realize that uh, usually if you if you can use your imagination a little bit. You can often come up with many choices, not only multiple choices, but um, better choices than you had in mind at first. 
and um, choices that uh, can benefit, like if there's a decision that two people are trying to make and each has their one opinion, but if you talk it out a little bit, you can come up with three or four other options to choose from. So yeah, it's about that. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty uh, dope because a lot of times um, people are limited by their choices or options um, that they see in front of them and, you know, self-help to figure that out is definitely, um, you know, key in maximizing our time here on earth. So um, that's a pretty interesting topic you are um, choosing to write about. Um, You seem to have so many great experiences from growing up uh, that you're able to put into uh, your, your work. Um, Are you able to use these books, um, in your different uh, college classes, because uh, I noticed you uh, said that you you teach at a, a college. Yes, I um, I taught journalism at a university, and then I currently teach digital media at a state college. And um, yeah, often I will, well, not often, but once in a while I will show some of my work to my students, give them examples of things they could do if they wanted to go into publishing or or online content. Um, so yeah, it's fun to share and, and teach what I've learned. Definitely. Um, what are some ways that, um, you, you, uh, raise capital or funds for your company? Oh, well that's, uh, book sales. <laughs> so I'm oh, very okay. motivated. To, yeah. I'm very motivated to have the content be high quality because that, that produces income for me. <laughs> Oh, of course. Right, right. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, companies uh, build up their business credit profile um, so that they can um, find uh, appropriate vendors that um, they can uh, get either um, net 30 or net 15 accounts from um, to help supplement their sales, which um, a lot of times um, companies have a hard time uh depending on their sales to run their company every day um, when they need supplies. Um, so people either are, are uh, building up their business credit, um, going to family offices, or um, for or like regular people just going to banks um, and attaining um, funds from banks, uh, whether it be lines of credit or, um, again, loans. But, again, all those loans have to be paid back and, um regardless um so it's, it's, there's multiple ways um yeah. but uh relying directly on what you actually do to your business and, and your sales is actually one of the key ways and one of the ways banks look to, to fund the company anyway so um I, I see that that's amazing um again uh for, for what you do and how you do it um it is pretty um uh, amazing uh, so, um, oh, no, no doubt. Uh, as far as, uh, people reaching out to you and, 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 um, connecting you, connecting with your books or not, what are some ways uh, people can, uh, reach out to you and, and find you? Sure. Um, so all of our books are on premiobooks.com. It's P as in Paul, R E M as in Mary, I O books.com. And they're on Amazon and Walmart and Target websites um, and Barnes and Noble websites. So, um, and then librarians can find us through all the major distributors. 
Okay, great, great. Um, you guys are looking out uh, for uh, some new books to put in your libraries. Um, definitely check out Carl and uh, his his website, Premier Books, and look out for that. Just add your, uh, your repertoire of uh, library of books. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on. It's been an amazing guest. Uh, oh, thank in you. Store- Anytime. What's in store for you as far as the future, and uh, what are you looking to do next um, as you uh, create more books? Oh, yeah. Um, we're always trying to expand our visibility. Um, we have uh, Spanish and bilingual books with a uh, pronunciation guide, and, of course, we're always trying to expand into other countries and, um, yeah, just get our books in front of, of parents and teachers and librarians. Um, because we feel like um, they're fun and and they're educational, but their their main purpose isn't to teach. Their main purpose is to entertain. And if you sneak in some learning in there, that's great too. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, um, again, uh, thank you for coming on, and uh, we appreciate you so much. And uh, hopefully, we can collaborate on a uh, project or book in the future. Uh, maybe for Haiti or some charity. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah. We'll, sure, we'll be reaching out. Um, but again, uh, have a great rest of your day and uh, feel free to come on the show uh, anytime as we continue to expand our networks. Um, but thanks again and take care, Carl. Thank you, Vickens. It's been a pleasure. Anytime, anytime. And there you have it, my Muscova Media Podcast listeners, uh, amazing book publisher. Uh, by the name of Carl Beckstrand that um, is not only award-winning, but uh, actively seeks to make sure that his books are not only multicultural, but multilingual. And he has created over 60 um, e-book titles, over 25 books, and he has way, way more to come uh, as far as books and content that he's putting out for, for the people and the youth and the children. And even you parents that, you know, you want to make sure that you have some good books in your libraries. Um, I was watching something on uh, uh, Instagram um, where a woman um, was pretty uh, perturbed by a book that her son uh, found in an actual library uh, that was very, very um, not for his age, even though it was created for his age, but was way too uh, mature for his mother's liking. Um, so there's not always good content, even in your libraries and schools, as far as book. Um, so to make sure that you have someone that can uh, create these type of books and, and, and this, that you can put in any school library, public library, or even on to your Kindle or uh, computer, um, it's, it's becoming more and more important these days. Um, as we look for the youth to remain um, as innocent for as long as possible and uh, positive and doing good things and and having a vision for a greater future. Uh, so people like Carl are definitely uh, becoming more and more imperative uh, these days, which is why I wanted to bring him on board. Um, so thank you so much, uh, amazing uh, listeners, from all over the globe. Uh, we appreciate y'all. 
for listening on in. Uh, again, without y'all, we wouldn't be here. And let's continue to do what we do. Um, check out my digital marketing uh, course in the uh, in the uh, um, in, in description below. Uh, you'll see more about uh, how we can uh, help you with your digital marketing, but that's something that you can intake for yourself and, and learn and figure out what you might be missing or how you might be able to do uh, one thing better. And uh, just reach out to me if you uh, need more assistance and um, are one of those people that don't want to do everything yourself, um, whether it be your marketing or social media um, or SEO or build your own website. Um, a lot of times people want to cut corners to hear everything themselves and then wonder why they have um, so many issues in the back end or whatnot. Um, so thank you again uh, for the people that are checking that out. Uh, be sure to go to MoscovaEnterprises.com. If you want to follow me, go to Instagram slash Moscova. Or Twitter, Moscova ENT, that's M O S C O V A E N T, or the company Instagram at M O S C O V A E N T P R I S E S, Moscova Enterprises. But we are everywhere from TikTok uh, to YouTube. Check out our Moscova Media, uh, 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 what's it called, <laughs> channel or whatnot. And, uh, you know, you can see a amazing, amazing uh, array of videos on how to do different marketing uh, things uh, or tasks or whatnot. Um, we have a ton of uh, actual videos on there, uh, walkthroughs uh, for, for you to um, be supplemented with, as well as our uh, podcast episodes we have on there. So thank you all so much. Uh, we will be with you again soon. Uh, it's your man, Vikings Moscova, over here uh, providing the positivity. And uh, let's get it right. Thank y'all. Be sure to follow back, share, save the show, download it, and, you know, anything you can because, uh, you know, we really need your support so that we can stay on there and create more work and jobs for each other. Um, not only Carl, but also me. I love hiring people from all over the globe uh, to help with different tasks as far as delegation. And uh, I will continue to do that. Uh, so let's uh, continue to support where we can. So definitely get the um, digital marketing course on Thinkific, download and share the show. And um, I will do my best to provide amazing content um, for you guys um, whether I work with them or not, um, but I'm definitely looking to uh, have more people on the show that I actually can collaborate and work with um, as far as my platform. Uh, so thank you all, and uh, let's stay positive. I'm here. Check out the, the, the past episodes in the archives, um, and uh, definitely be sure to hit me up in the DMs with show ideas and guest ideas, and uh, peace. Is out. It's your man, Vic Gaines, Moscova, over here. Oh, yeah. Almost forgot. Shout out to Zach Astra. Thank you for allowing me to be on your platform as well. Um, shout out to Zach Astra. 
Thank you very much. Uh, peace out. It's your man, uh, Vic Moscova.